in the boat. We didn't do a single episode on the water, which is a bit of a bummer. We didn't? No. Oh. Well, I, I, that sucks, but... It does suck. It is what it is. It is what it is. We didn't get to fish very much at all this year. Mm-mm. Usually we get a couple fun days. Yep. You know, I think it was two years ago we had a couple rain days where we were able to sneak out together. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, it was the Cast Lake Tournament, and I remember one day in your new boat this spring... We were yeah, trying fishing. to catch a crappie. But that's about it. I think that's it. Did a fair amount of guiding together, which yeah. was fun. Strongly suggest that. If you have, like, even if you have a group of three, like find a fourth deer in the other day. Well, find a fourth and book both of us. Like, yeah, it's a little more money, but it is, it is for sure um, a better experience. I would yeah, say we had that one day on Little Boy where your group caught more walleyes, but. It wasn't about how many walleyes you caught. Well, according to them. According to us, that's always what it's about. No, no, I was just trying to make my customers real happy. <laughs> what I was just trying to make, and we, yeah. That was a fun day. That was a really fun They bit. Yeah, they bit pretty good. <laughs> uh, you caught some nice ones that day. Mm-hmm. I was on just a pile of keepers. Eighth ounce jig and a night crawler or a leech. It's like 75, no, it was warmer than that. It was like an 80 But it was cloudy and calm. Yeah. Oh, and I ended up, uh, I ended up pulling spinners with my group, mm-hmm. and we found those bigger fish on the same bar, just out and instead of in fourteen foot. We were it seemed like they were between like seventeen and twenty, right? And you could see them pretty easy, and there was quite a few bigger fish out there, right? But you know, I got there after you know a group of three just Tommy hawked, you know, a dozen of them, <laughs> so they weren't biting very good for me in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny in hindsight, like as a guide, how your spots start to formulate. So, like, the reason I started there, the reason we picked on that corner so much, was I was, like, bailing on a walleye trip, just going for bites two days before that or something. Mm-hmm. And that's a walleye spot for from years past, but I hadn't done well there in a couple of years. And it was, like, there was certainly weeds in there, but it was, like, pockets of them, you know. Yep. Not, not like the fish in the slop, like you say we do. Um, this was scattered stuff and I could side image I'm like god there's a lot of schooled fish in here and then we caught a walleye and then we caught another one um that was the day I was like bailing on walleyes and then that spot paid us off for like three weeks three weeks yeah uh depending on the day but like pile of them yes and corner. they were perfect keepers mm-hmm. not a ton of big fish in the weeds but 16 inches, right. 15 inches. Yep, and friendly weed fishing, like not a lot of uh, perch or... Or bluegills. Or bluegills or... I think the only bonus fish we were really catching was pike and smallmouth. Right. And I think that's more and more a trend these days when you find like a good school of walleyes in the weeds. There's not going to be a ton of BS around them. Right. There'll be pike and smallmouth. And but I'm you sure kind of want those around. Yeah, yep. Like the added big bites like that are good bites. Mm-hmm. It's not like when we go fish a couple other... Lakes when we're pulling the cabbage, there's like, on a good day you catch five walleyes in the weeds, right. and thirty bluegills. Yeah, but it's just a maybe it's just a different ecosystem because there's not a ton of bluegills in that system. Yeah, those spots are like, you're 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 right based on the lake you're yeah. saying. Yeah, but those spots like even feel different, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's just because you could see them, Dan. Maybe I think that's I, probably. I hate that about myself, but it is what it is. This is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan Ryan. I'm Will Newer. We're wrapping things up uh, next week. So you got two more episodes. Um, 
Timing's going to be about perfect, I think. Yeah, I'll be Ball putting the boat away up. after that. And think so? Yeah, heck yeah. I'm ready to go make things go boom. Yeah. I just only, if I want to do something, I don't want to be tempted to take the boat out. I want to just go booming. Yeah, but think about your freezer. I no. only, I only got like two walleyes in my freezer right. I now. don't have any. I just got two. I got two fl- or two fish in my refrigerator. I'd like to have like one giant fish fry, and then I'd like to have. I'd like to take my wife out fishing and catch, have her catch her limit, so we have some walleyes in the fridge. And Graham was out the other day, uh, yesterday, with his fishing rod. He was. To, yeah. Not fishing. Trying to catch chickens. Trying to catch chickens. Yeah. Do you see a video of that? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah. They were chasing his little casting <laughs> thing. Pretty funny. And then he was like, for sure going to kill a chicken with his fishing rod. <laughs> so we stopped that. Might have to butcher a chicken. <laughs> you know, I'm an expert. I'm an expert chicken plucker. <laughs> like, back in the day, they used to call me chicken plucker newer. They did not. Or something I like think that. You got a letter wrong or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do a week in review. We're going to talk about fishing big wins because uh, we're going to get a little taste of that the next week. Uh, season review, a week in preview, and then we're, we'll be done. Pretty basic episode. Yep. Let's hear from Portadoc. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-doc.com. Porta-doc.com. Find your local Portadoc dealer today. Porta-doc.com. How was your week? Uh, I had a pretty decent week. I didn't have the best week. I didn't light them up like you generally do this time of year. But, uh, you know, woman's still been consistently good. Um, I was out on leech yesterday with a huge wind and a bunch of rain, and we did pretty well um, doing exactly what we wanted to do, be drifting and jigging, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of nice big fish. Um, Same old, same old, though. Same thing I've been doing the last four weeks, you know, fishing sand, few rocks out on the beach, and then driving around, seeing fish out on a woman, and catching them either with a jig and wrap or a linear rig and a minnow. That might change now. Mm-hmm. Might all be different now. Yeah. Yeah, the woman fish have been... I mean, that lake has been consistently good for us for oh, quite Since a while. the beginning of September. With a few outliers. I had a four-fish day there this week, and that... Bum me out. Weird October weather where, like, it was a super fishy day, but we had two thunderstorms. Big thunderstorms. Yep. And the water is still 64 degrees, so, you know, if you're looking for somebody to find a good excuse why the fish aren't biting, a guide is the one to talk to, because we mm-hmm. will eventually arrive on a reason we're not doing so great. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be mine for that day. But, yeah, man, they're all over out there. I feel like we're, we've done a nice job out there finding some sneaky fish. And, uh, but it, there's no, it, honestly, I'd rather find them in, I want them in probably like 15 feet out there. Those seem to be the ones that are the most cooperative. 15 to 20. Yep. The 10 foot fish. Why don't they bite? I don't know. Bugs me. Maybe they're just waiting. Maybe those are prime time fish. Who knows? Maybe. But well, we talked about like today they would probably, wait. right. Someday they're going to all bite up there. Right. Yeah. That's a that's a good opportunity to go really whoop on some fish here for the next from here till the season dries out mm-hmm. is out on woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I haven't been on leech 
in four or five days. Um, it was okay out there. I felt, like, pretty scrambly the last time I was there. Like, I was a little too dependent on a spot or two, and that I ended up at Otter Tail Point because of that. Um, didn't have any real confidence in the rocks on the east side paying off. Uh, Five-mile had not been so great to me the last time up there. Seemed like a waning deal. Yeah, I found some fi- a few fish there. Yeah, out deep. Out deep, but um, definitely the, seemed like the spot was a... A waning spot. And so anyway, I ended up at Ottertail. Caught a couple over there. Long way for a half day. That is a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice day to do it. I wouldn't have done it if it was blowing. Probably wouldn't have had to do it if it was blowing. Right. But um, that's another big stretch of sandy stuff that they hang out on. Some scattered and, rock in there, too. Yep, and you can, like, find them off, off that point somewhere. You can find them usually. Yeah. So. But I've got a trip tonight with Jens and... Uh, Looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a nice, chilly, windy, jigging a minnow. It's what October feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Set it's definitely something you, you look forward to. You know, mm-hmm. this is a this is a perfect fall. You know, a lot of day, a lot of times, you know, we're either on the the warm side or the cool side of things, where, you know, it's snowing on you or whatever. But this is going to be like a nice fifty degree day, winds blowing. It's good. You're gonna. You got a good draw today. Yeah, and I felt like I got to reorganize my outfit. Like I have not had gloves on all year mm-hmm. for even for boat riding. Um, haven't worn a stocking cap yet. You know, like it's gonna be chilly out. I there. brought two stocking caps, which was a good call. <laughs> you wore two of them. Well, I brought two. Oh, did you give one to your? No, I'm mine because I knew mine were. One of mine was gonna get super oh, wet. Yeah, you so had, you had a good soaker. Yesterday. Yeah, so I swapped. Swapped. Good uh, thinking. Yeah, swapped them out and it was all good. Good think. Real good thinking. Yeah, that's showing some will maturity. maturity. Yeah, yeah. You're still didn't still didn't wear gloves. <laughs> you're 31 now. I mean, you you you're turning the corner. You're clearly 29. <laughs> have not, no gray not, hairs. Not clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um. It's just been, we said it last week, it's been, uh, like, good working guiding, you know, like, good fishing, working at it, no autopilot. Right. You were, we've been earning a lot of our bites. Yep. They're not just given to us. Yeah. And, uh... The other day on Woman, they were in, like, the best school of fish was in, like, nine feet of water. Mm-hmm. It was pretty darn calm and clear out. And the only way I could get those fish to bite was to rig a night crawler. <laughs> and it's, that one was like, you know, I like tried to edge them yep. and pitch at them. That didn't work. Um, tried to like hopefully keep the boat away from them but have the baits close enough. That didn't work. I had to just go right over the top of fish in nine feet of water. Burn them up. Burn them up. I think we caught five and then they were out of there. Yeah. But what we else also, can you do? I don't know. Yeah. It's not like worth leaving. You know, right? Like, because you don't want to move the school. That's stupid. You right. Know? Like, I eventually settled on yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we'll get a few bites out of here, and then I'm certain this will change. Right. But the big thing is, you didn't just go bombing right through them right away. Mm-hmm. You went through. Okay, let's try and catch all of these by pitching on the from the outside in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you went to all right. Let's try and work around them so I don't drive the boat right over them. You know, you went through the proper procedures to to try and catch. All of them. Right. Well, when that doesn't work, you got to just take what you can get. Yeah. It's just crazy to visualize on that, though. Like, nine feet. Like, look, think about what nine feet 
looks like, right? It's like three of you. <laughs> and so they're just like not very far away from you on a clear day. You know, I, it's just interesting to think about. But you got a few to bite. Yep. But I wondered, like, are, like do I put slipovers away too early? Like, would that have been better? Maybe. The thing is, is like they won't eat a jig in a nightcrawler. They, they just eat. want it floating there. So maybe, maybe like a split shot rig is the way to... I feel like a split shot rig is something I need to use more. Like a castable... Yep, blender rig kind of deal. Yep. Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. Or maybe a slip hopper. But those have been tucked away for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, anything more on the past week? This is... This... Yeah, it was a good week, but the next seven days are worth yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So we should uh, hear from a sponsor. While I Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. All the minnows you could ever dream of, honestly, any of them, including giant sucker minnows for you musky freaks, um, medium sucker minnows for you kind of musky freaks, all of them. They've got a great selection. They're going to ride it out through the end of the year with some of the best minnows in the state. So it's a one-stop shop if you want to put something on a hook that has some fins. What's with that face? <laughs> Big win tactics. Go ahead and get a couple drift socks out, Will. Yeah. Get two or three of them off the port side. You know, I'm such a cheap guy. I just have buckets that I drilled bottom, <laughs> holes in the bottom. That'll really slow you down. That's, and it's way more cost-effective than a drift sack. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not a drift sock guy. Not you used to. I used to. Back with the old Stratos. Yes. Uh-huh. I think I put out one time I watched Scott Carpenter set the hook on a walleye and he immediately dragged the fish into the drift sock because we were only in like five feet of water. <laughs> on Pipe Island. Yeah. I remember watching yeah. that. Well, I think it was his <laughs> suggestion to get the sock out. And he also offered to like run it for me, which uh-huh. was awfully nice, you know, because that's like big pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. But yeah, he had that thing lined up right in his... I could see his line just, like, tickling the, the narrow end of it when he was jigging. Set the hook, just dragged that thing right into the drift sock. I think he <laughs> caught the fish. But <laughs> it was a real disaster. I'm not a, I'm not a drift sock guy anymore. Why is that? Um, pain in the butt. I think I'd rather have some goofy line angles and use my either my big motor or my Vantage to cut my speed. Mm-hmm. And we run big, heavy fiberglass boats that don't get... Pushed at two miles an hour unless it's blowing like thirty. Right. And if it's blowing, yeah, I'd just rather use my other tools to cut my speed. Might be wrong, but I don't think it is. If that's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> uh, we're talking about tactics for dealing with big winds. Um, and let's like make lake or make leech the. Yeah. Are we thinking about leech? Yeah. Um, you don't. I don't know. I've never experienced anything on woman where it's like too big of, too too windy to fish. It's like a different type of hassle, right? Because your spots are smaller, right? And you're like you're back trolling then, exactly. But it's not the end of the world to have a big wind on, out on out there. No. But where it is a problem is when you're out on a place like Leech, where it can get sometimes get dangerous, mm-hmm. and uh, it's generally uncomfortable. But those can be your crooked number days, or you know, if you're staying out on out on that lake, 
that's the only option you got, you know, for a lot of people. So there's just some ways to to still be successful while getting the, your teeth kicked in. Sure. Because it's going to be bouncy. Yeah. Um, I had one of those days yesterday where it was very rough. We didn't duck the wind, but we certainly didn't get crushed by the wind. You sort of, like, pick the amount you... I mean, sometimes you can do this. Right. And we, I was in a position where we could be still in some rough water, rough enough where the fish are still going to bite, but it wasn't like taking some over the bow coming up. Right. And that's that's something you want to avoid, very much so. Yeah. Um, although it does act as a very good carpet cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Get everything sort of rinsed out. <laughs> yeah, one big thing for, for boat driving, and whether or not you're the captain or the co-angler, it's like if you're drifting and then have to run up your drift... Like, that turn, like, you got to get on it when you yes. turn the corner. And so if like, you are the co-angler, get your stuff in and get in that seat as fast as you can. Right. Don't be, you know, oh, I don't like to bring my jig in until the motor is running. Right. Don't be that guy. If, if your guide says, wind him in, get that thing in there right now. Yep. And get off the bow. You know, yes. The, the, so the bow thing is... Well, one, you, if you have more weight up there, it's easier to take one over the bow. And, mm-hmm. like, the captain's got to get the bow turned into the wind and up right away. Yep. So, like, can't have you up there. You're going to break something or you're going to get hurt up there. Mm-hmm. So, if you're the bow angler, get in, get down, and, like, buttoned up. That's another bit of a pet peeve. Like, there is a, a hook keeper on your fishing rod, mm-hmm. and that makes everybody's life a lot easier. Like, dangling jigs, maybe on a nice calm day if you're just, like, putting around, but your life will for sure be easier if you just take a couple seconds to put your hook on your bait keeper. Yes. Because then when you're back up there, you don't have to deal with the tangle. It's all just ready to go. I mean, rigging especially. Uh-huh. Put it on the bait keeper. That's how knots happen. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And then, like, depending on your drift, you know, like, I set it up. Like, I think we both do this. Like, we set up our drift and give ourselves, like, maybe 20 seconds to get baits in the water. Yes. Right? Of, of junk time. Of junk time. Yep. But, like, after that 20 seconds is, like, pretty peak fish catching time. Right. So, if you, we get up there and, like, one of the details wasn't squared away and you've got to, like, deal with the tangle, you will for sure be missing bites. <laughs> for sure. Like, and you don't want to be the guy who catches one out of 12. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, speed is a thing, but le- I worry about it. There's, like, a relationship between how fast the wind wants to move you and how hungry the fish are going to be mm-hmm. on, on fall days like today. Yep. You know, like, I'll be okay drifting 1-2 at right. today. And when you're jigging at 1-2, it's different if you are drifting compared to if you're using your trolling motor to go that fast. Mm-hmm. There's, it, there's, like, there's... Is certainly less drag because the momentum of that of that water sure. is giving you more momentum while you're popping that. That's jig. a great point. Great point. And when you drag with the trolling motor, generally, you know you don't have much wind. That's why you're going that fast. Right. And you just get a lot more. If that jig feels heavy, even if you're only using a small shiner or something, it, that jig feels heavy, and it doesn't seem to be. It seems normal when you're just drifting. Yeah. Yep. Um, the only, like, adaptation that you... And it depends on each individual bite. But some, if you're going one, two, sometimes you can, like, 
get tension on the fish a little too mm-hmm. quick. Um, so like fast drifts or the the if I'm jigging a normal size minnow drifting quickly here, that's when sometimes I'll open my bail and give them just because I like need to get my rod and body in a position to set the hook. Right. You know, instead of just like pulling on them right away. And if you, you know, pull on them, that you're either gonna skin your minnow or that fish is just gonna drop it. Yeah. Or you also just like. I don't feel like you have any, like, pop or snap to, like, drive a hook into their mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're immediately applying applying pressure, and the fish has some, like, tension on. I, I just feel like you don't get a very good hook set in if that happened. So, and that depends on the bite. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, so you can feel it in your rod tip, right? Like, the, the bites where they're just, like, pulling on you right away. Like, you have to, like, drop your rod and open mm-hmm. your bail a little bit. But... Often this time of year, too, they bite so hard that, like, you feel slack. You right. Know, you feel, like, thumping. Even though you're going one, two, you feel slack because, you know, that thing is, like, in their in their guts by that point. Right. Because they just inhaled it. Right. And that's not typical of a walleye to do. Right? Walleyes aren't like a, aren't like largemouth or they're not like crappie where Over they there. suction. Right. They use those teeth to grab on and they inch their way forward. So when they choke it like that... They're friggin' hungry, <laughs> yeah. and you shouldn't miss hardly a fish that day. Let's hope not. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm hoping today is that day. I think today's the day you really, you really whoop on them. Yeah, hoping so. Um, yeah, you have to cut to your speed sometimes, and then, uh, like, it, I feel like just a general awareness that, like, you could get in a little bit of trouble out there is mm-hmm. enough to, to take care of you, right? Right. Like, just having it, like, in the back of your head that, like, something bad might happen, let's make sure it doesn't. That's right. usually enough to make sure something bad doesn't happen. Right. But if you're out there just thinking that, like, well, thousands of people fish leech every week, I'll be fine. It's not the right way to look at it. A couple people die on leech every year. Right. So. Um, it's, yeah, definitely, if you need to go to the bathroom, too, on those rough days... You know, don't just go hanging over the side. You know, let us know. We'll go find some calmer water if right. applicable. Right. Um, I don't want to fish you out. Nope. I'm not a strong swimmer, and my upper body strength's not there. <laughs> I've got some really good thighs. <laughs> upper body strength's not there. Okay, so just let me know, and I don't need to go fishing you out. Right. That's about oh, it. man. Yeah. And usually we get, like, two, three weeks of this. Mm-hmm. I'm, like jittery excited about today because we, how it was we haven't had it that's how it was yesterday yep it's gonna be fun and then the other thing even if you're well you can pick and choose how you fish 120,000 acres mm-hmm. which you and i have the luxury of because we don't live on the lake right? right so like i'm choosing a different launch spot today than i normally would and part of that's for like crop safety mm-hmm. and part of that's like cutting my drive down a little bit and part of it's fishing like the right amount of of wind Right. Um, you're going to duck it just a little bit, especially when you're coming out of the harbor. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of these accesses have harbors where, you know, if it's blowing right into there, you can get yourself into some trouble. Right. And the last thing you want to end up is being on the rocks. Yeah. I, did I tell a story about, like, Carl leaving the harbor for, like, four minutes? No. Carl, our favorite dock guy, is excellent at running that harbor and letting people... This is at Pikedale, uh, helping people get in and out safely, right? Well, I watched him. I was sitting in my boat waiting for customers, and I watched him. He had to run and run an errand, right? He had to run to the shop or something. So he jumped in his truck and left. 
immediately a boat comes in and smashes their boat into the oh. dock. <laughs> Bunch of old, older folks. And uh, then another boat was leaving and immediately got swept into <gasps> the rocks. Oh, no. This was on like a medium wind day. Not a, not a real scary day, but two unfortunate things happened. And I just think about Carl's perspective, right? He left this, like, safe harbor with... Nobody Dan. was there. Nobody was there. Dan's just sitting, waiting for his customers. Comes back, and his dock's kind of messed up, and there's a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my pose for two minutes. What happened, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have Carl around. Yeah. Harbor stuff, you know, I, I don't know there's any real quick way to, to teach that stuff, but... I would think about, like, what does the wind want to do to your boat, and what can you do before you're influenced by the wind to right. offset it? Generally, right. it's getting your bow a little bit turned that way. Yep. That way you can compensate it just a little bit. Yep, and maybe having a little bit more speed than normal mm-hmm. before the wind gets into you. And that's kind of tough, too, especially on those shallower harbors. you got to have that prop up, Yep. and you're you're giving it some throttle. It sounds bad, Yeah. but you just got to do it. Having a bad sounding motor is better than... Ended up like one of those guys. Right. In the rocks. In the rocks. Don't want to be in the rocks. No, not even a little bit. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this topic, huh? Great. It's that time of year again, and the one stop's got everything you need to get out grouse hunting this year. Um, not every day is a perfect walleye day. Getting in the woods is a great alternative to being out on the water. Uh, you know, if you, need, if you forgot your orange vest, they've got orange vests, orange hats. Uh, some shotgun ammo, get yourself in there, get yourself supplied up for a beautiful day in the Northwoods. My wife is hungry. I'm going to make her breakfast. So we're, <laughs> sk- we're skipping the season in review. We'll just do a week in preview, and then it makes more sense to do the season review on the last episode anyway, I guess. Probably so. Um, what are you seeing for this coming week? This is the peak, peak of our season, and this has the potential to be the best week of the entire year, not only for catching big fish, but for numbers. Um, my water is going to cool pretty quick. The chicken agrees. The chicken agrees. <laughs> and uh, so it's it'd be a good 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 option for you to get up here and get your get your chickens in a row and uh, get up here fishing. Um, yeah, the. The water's cool and perfect. Uh, yesterday had a temperature of 59 degrees. That's that's right within 5 degrees of being absolutely money. Mm-hmm. And, and within like 9 degrees of being too cold. Too cold. Yep. So do your best to get up here, even if it's for a short afternoon trip, because this is what memories are made of. Yep. You don't make too many memories catching walleyes in July, but you can make an awful lot of them. You can catch more fish in this week span than you can... All the summer months. You can catch them right now. Mm-hmm. Better than it's That's more true for, like, weekend folks, right? You, maybe, right. You, maybe you only get to fish, like, 20 days a year. Um, that's certainly true. Because, mm-hmm. like, just the way the weekend weather can shake out in July, it can bust your whole weekend. Right. right. If it's 90 and calm, like, you're maybe putting up a goose egg. Yeah, right? if you catch three, you're pretty proud of yourself. Right. But... This week is going to be hard to miss. And you're not going to catch 14 inches on Leech Lake right now. No. <laughs> they might be hiding, man. Right. I would be hiding. <laughs> like, that's what gets eaten right now. Right. It's big minnows. Uh, it's, this is a wonderful time of year, and it's 
not for the faint of heart. I mean, you got to go out there and you got to want it. And God dang it, do I want it? <laughs> I want it so bad. And it'll be over before you know it. Right. I mean, you know, for both of us, I think we're feeling a little bit like we're ready for that. But you also like want to embrace one of the best weeks we got. I want this. Yeah. More than I want to be done. Right. Yeah. Um, I, Leech, I'm hoping to not mess with anything but a jig and a minnow from here on yeah. out. Um, you know, if you're going after a big one, you could try rigging them, even if they're shallow, figure out a clever way to rig some shallow fish. But I just, I feel like they're going to bite something that looks tasty with going by them, and a jig and a minnow is the best I still think even even if you're a big fish hunting, you just put a bigger minnow on your jig, sure. and you're going to catch them. Yep. It may not be perfect, but it's your it's going to be your best option. Because those fish are moving. Everything I've found this year has been very active, very moving a lot, um, and I would I'd be pitching jigs at everything you see, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Friggin' musky comes up to the surface, pitch jig at it. Yeah, he'll bite. He'll bite it. <laughs> this is the time you get that dumb stuff to work. Yep. Do it, please. Yeah, I think you. Uh, those of you fishing smaller water should enjoy good fishing too. Oh yeah. If anything, the water is a little bit warmer than leech, and we're getting to the point now. I. I it's changed a lot in a week that that's not a bad thing right you know if woman's at 62 that's great news right um so fishing's gonna be good i'm done with night crawlers the only time i've got a lanieri rod is maybe if the wind's not blowing very hard maybe otherwise i'm i'm all in poker chips i'm pushing them all in (laughs) all right (sighs) it's my time of year baby yep this is when you shine. This is it. I'm like a mediocre guide for a lot of months, but I'm like one of the best freaking guides out there when it comes to this time of year. Just want a spot in that boat. <laughs> I, I want a spot in that boat, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. And I don't know if minnow selection is going to be perfect, but I don't think it needs to be perfect. They're just, most, most of these fish are eating little perch. They're eating everything that comes by them. Mm-hmm. Just have something that's same size as a as a perch. Sure, you're gonna whoop on them. I think you're hopefully right. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Anything else you want to hit? Um, other than maybe uh, maybe you. That's about it. Oh, you want to hit me? Yeah. Gotcha. We haven't wrestled in a long time. That's true. I've got a lot of that fat man strength now. I think we. Well, I tried to fight you the other day, and you were like, no, I'm not in the mood for that. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. You're like, no, I'm in the right space right now. Oh. Universe is telling me I need to be calm right now. Are, are you talking about, like, during the tournament when you were messing with no, me? No, that was a good time to mess with you. During the tournament? Yeah. Oh, it was the last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, like, kind of tired. You were mad at me because I was in such a, like, chill mood. Yeah. And I didn't want that. That's not fair. I'm like, I haven't been way up here in a very long time. I think I need to get back there. Maybe I've lost my spark a little bit. Right now you got plenty of spark. Maybe. But I'm not hollering. Used to be I'd holler at you if I was all fired up. <laughs> now I'm just like, Meh. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. <laughs> uh... I did have a guy say that we just, the the podcast is full of just too much stuff other than 
fishing rod. They think it's too much non-fishing? Yeah, and I think it's just, uh, I think that's what it is. And that's what it'll continue to be till it's done. So, we're sorry if you don't like the fact that Will just talked about wrestling me. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> I mean, every word I've got to say. We're being greeted by Natalie Newark, Graham Ryan, Brianna Cook, Sonny the Black Lab, Sassafras the Rooster. Sorry about his... Uh, he was good. He had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Very good time. I feel like he was looking right at the microphone when he did it. Uh, good luck fishing, <laughs> folks. We will see you next week.